previously on My Best Friend's Journal. For better or worse, Weibo's mind is there. She's an old lady that's, she's got her shit together. Yes, like to the detriment of society, she does. <laughs> Duh, is obsessed with him because he's a big old homo like me. That's a, a totally logical part of the discovering who you are process is like seeing someone that you're like, wait, I see part of me in that person. Totally. I am attracted to that. I was going to say nobody likes to be fingered. I think some people really like it. Fingers feel like bony and gross. And yeah, I know. There's like a fingernail involved. Anyone who's spontaneously having butt sex and not preparing mm. is not giving themselves the opportunity they deserve. Oh, So God. you have to do a Christmas show? The bane of my existence for the next fucking month. So feel free to skip all those Christmas show rehearsals. Oh, no, no, no. That's never going to happen. Uh, nothing <laughs> I like more than a slap together awful show that you can tell me about. This fucking guy who was impossible to fire, our lights would black out in the middle of shows. He would leave during the show, smoke a cigarette for 15 minutes of our 45 minute show, and return at his leisure. You love butts. <laughs> you love butts. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Push that little M button and it'll meet your track. Shut up. <laughs> I love to mansplain to you from afar. Cam's just making fun of me because I'm having some pretty inexcusable tech issues, <laughs> which honestly is just perfect karma because uh, I was on the other side of this last night when Weibo, my Cuban grandmother, gave me a call at 11 p.m. my time, which is 2 a.m. in New York. Oh, why? Well, she's learning FaceTime. She just got a new iPhone, so she's like experimenting. This lady is on it. She is, like I've said before, too sharp for her own good. So uh, she's playing with the phone and gives me a call, and I like didn't have the heart not to answer it because like she figured out FaceTime. I was so proud of her, even though it was 11 p.m. And to be honest, I was actually about to masturbate. But uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I know that feeling though when your phone lights up and you're like, oh. <laughs> insta deflate i can just picture you like seeing the facetime preview and just sliding your lube or your lotion just right out of frame <laughs> that's exactly what happened pull the robe over the shoulders like hello nothing to see here definitely not nude and semi-hard oh my ew gross don't say hard when i'm talking to my grandma <laughs> so she is up watching a soap opera doing a puzzle like lights on full up and at him at 2 a.m if my grandma called me in what is the middle of the night her time i would absolutely think someone died <laughs> did you panic or were you just like she's just being weebo no i had no worries she has like the weirdest <laughs> sleeping schedule i was like sure <laughs> anyway she was showing me the puzzle uh, she was working on and to do so she flipped the camera around which honestly i was so impressed with because like that's not something every grandma could do. Sure. But then, unfortunately, she couldn't turn the camera back around. Ah, uh, age reared its ugly head. <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> so I'm just staring at her puzzle, and she doesn't realize what's going on, and she's talking to me, and I'm trying to explain <laughs> it to her in, like, my, my best Spanish-Spanglish situation. Then, in the process of trying to flip it back, she put me on mute. So now... <laughs> It's like a comedy of errors. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how to help you, lady. Um, <laughs> oh, Dios mio. Eventually, after a whole lot of miming, she got the camera flipped back around. But anyway, the irony that not 12 hours later, I'm sitting here with you, unable to mute myself. It's it's just rich. Oh, that yeah, I am to you as you are to Weibo. Uh, you are to me as I am... Oh, yes, the, the tech support. I get it. <laughs> the transitive property is tough. You need to go back to standardized testing. I used to hate those fucking things. Everyone did. Ugh. That's not the transitive property. What were those things called? The order of operation? No. Um. 
that would be please excuse my dear aunt sally <laughs> man i'm having a real fucking hard time today it has been a minute since you've been in a classroom my friend many many minutes but it's been like a literal minute since you've been in a classroom you're you're in school right now but before i ask you about that we should say hello to the people hello everyone this is my best friend's journal i'm cam and i'm mike okay cam tell us how school's going it is going really well i have to say uh so i'm taking two classes one of which is like design kindergarten and it's kind of stupid but it's fine i abide it um and then the other one is like really demanding and it's uh it's an architectural drafting class and i'm really enjoying it i am like doing 20 to 30 hours of homework probably every week um Yikes. it's it's really fun though because at the end of it i have these big beautiful drawings to show for all my hard work um and the past two weeks my professor has called me out for being um gay yeah yeah he's he's <laughs> he's an awful homophobe and he's t- just an awful really really disparaging emails to the class Sorry, no go on <laughs> i was just thinking about how i could make the drawing gay like <laughs> I don't know, like just including like gay art and like drawing butt plugs and shit. Um, no, it is. He's been very complimentary of my work and has called me out um, to the class about uh, like having exceptional work that people should go look at, which feels really, really good. Yes. And yes, I'm bragging right now and uh, I will stop. But I no, don't stop. I'm so proud of you. That's great. <laughs> you are absolutely entitled to if, celebrate your success. If I feel like I'm verging on bragging, I start to feel very uncomfortable. Uh, it's the way I was raised. Uh, you know, can't be prideful. So uh, but I am proud of the work that I've done. So yes. uh, it's been it's been really good. I'm proud for you. And I would like to see some of these drawings. You've not shared any of your work with me. Oh my god, I haven't. No, nothing. I have been sharing it with everyone who's been asking. I will. <laughs> oh, I'll happily. Yikes, I don't think I've asked you yet, so I'm sorry. I'm a bad um, friend. <laughs> been like happy to send it off. Uh, I will. I'll share some of it a little bit later. Actually, no, I'll do it right now. Okay. Oh my god, these are beautiful. I'm actually very impressed with you. I knew you were. I knew you were talented as the designer of my best friend's journal.com and all the merch. <laughs> But I didn't know the depths of your talents. Uh, Well, the depths. (laughs) Thank you for your compliments. Work or school is going very well. I, uh, it's been really fulfilling. I love that. It's, it has to be if you're committing to it. It's so much work, so much effort and mind space that if it's not giving you satisfaction, it would be really tough to slog through. Yes. If I didn't, if I, if I wasn't obsessed with this kind of work, I would find this to be almost unbearable because it's so like, there's so much minutia in order to get it right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Lovely. So that's how I've been spending my time. It's all that. And then cooking, I have, I know you didn't ask how I spent my week, but I'm telling you, um, <laughs> the th- things that are like my creative outlets right now that are making each day a little bit different are school and also um, time in the kitchen. I have been cooking up a fucking storm. Yesterday, I made from scratch vegan lasagna and um, vegan Caesar salad complete with dressing and homemade croutons. Oh my and God, I, yum. First of all, I knew it was going to be like a long process. I didn't realize it was going to take like fully three hours to make. But Oh, shit. Um, okay. <laughs> It was great. Uh, it was really, really good. I'm very excited to go eat those leftovers, to be honest with you. That is so um, uh, not like you. So that must that indicates a very good meal. The thing I'm the most proud of is the uh, tofu ricotta I made. It was so good. I mean, Peter really enjoyed it. He was like, this tastes, I mean, this is lasagna. This is really, really good. He's getting over some of his hangups as far as like things that aren't exactly what he thought they were. Um, but that that tofu ricotta is bomb as shit i want to eat it on everything <laughs> that is good and i like hearing you uh talk about your delicious plant-based food because i really can't because it's just from a vegan it's just no one can hear it it sounds everyone hates us so as a non <laughs> it's just someone who's been plant-based for a few months it's uh thank you for sharing that it can be enjoyable <laughs> it can be really enjoyable i think that i'm going to come out of this uh with the goal of doing plant-based at home and occasionally having um animal products when it's special when i'm like either traveling or out to a really nice meal that is where i think i'm netting out in my mint in my headspace it'll be good for my cholesterol i'll feel good about the impact i'm having by eating uh probably 90 percent of the time plant-based and i think that um i'm i'm pretty happy with that so that's where i'm headed there's a term for that in the vegan world it's the uh paris exemption or the paris exception and the idea is that you uh can cheat on your vegan diet if you are in paris or in another situation where you're going to have a oh culinary experience that is once in a lifetime i think that's yeah that that really appeals to me like i i was saying this to peter the other day like i'm happy to continue make eating this way at home i think it's good for me i think that it it makes me feel really good but like i'm not gonna go to 
I'm not going to go to, for example, Tokyo and not have sushi. That's just not something I'm willing to do. That is fair. Uh, yeah, so that's how I've been spending my time. Uh, how's your week been? You've been apparently learning aerial tricks, according to our <laughs> recent Instagram post. I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you look good naked and upside down, I gotta say. Literally just climbed up there and I was like, is the picture taken? Okay. <laughs> My week has been uh, good, typical. I actually, yesterday, I cleaned my whole room and bathroom, which was so satisfying. And I listened to <laughs> what? You texted me and said that you listened to every song and podcast in existence, I think. Yep. <laughs> it was a much bigger task than I realized because I was like gutting drawers and cabinets and stuff like that. So it took a while and I got to consume a lot of content. Love it. That's like my dream day. Is it really? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I Dream big, bitch. That's not it. <laughs> No, that's not my dream day, but like, this is just my personality in a nutshell. I love to be entertained while I'm being productive. Oh, absolutely. I mean, who doesn't? I don't want to sit there and just feel the torture. Lots of people love to sit still and watch content and don't have any desire to be productive. Oh, sure. I just meant if like, if you have to be productive, but you also could listen to something, why wouldn't you? Ah, yes. Kick won't. Kick digs in the yard for hours or will do... I don't know, all kinds of random chores and shit. He will run, he will bike, he will not put headphones in. He doesn't, I don't know why. Are you kidding me? I think he, a lot of the time it's because it's for safety. He needs to be very aware of what's happening around him at all times. But also he's very diligent about keeping his his hearing health um, strong as a musician. <gasps> I have the best gift for him. It's my birthday in two weeks. Get me a um, gift. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, they are these uh, these headphones. They're called Work Tunes, and they're made by 3M. They're great. They seal over your ears, and you can't hear a damn thing. They're um, rated to be used with like power tools, huh. but they're Bluetooth, and so you can listen to stuff uh, with them as well. So they protect your ear health while you're doing uh, work, and they also you can listen to you know music or whatever. They are the best, and they're like fifty bucks. I would say I'd pass it along, but he'll hear this. So kick, get yourself some 3M Work Tunes. They are the fucking bees knees they are the tits <laughs> tits sorry anyway <laughs> what were you talking about i got product recommendations out the yoohoo i'll give you some listening recommendations as well because like i said i listened to everything there ever was yesterday while cleaning and by that i mean mostly a playlist called confident divas <laughs> 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 confident divas that's so fucking gay my favorite of which is yeba i feel like yeba is too under talked about but she is amazing an unreal singer she collaborates with a bunch of big artists but only has like four singles of her own which are all so good i can't believe she's not a massive gay icon at this point i think it's because she doesn't she's not like a, a, a like a heavy producer of music like she doesn't she doesn't have a ton like you know like a big um a big what am i trying to say oeuvre um but she has she is like the musician's musician, like uh, like Ben Platt loves Yeba, and he, you know what I mean. Like people, mm. uh, Sam Smith loves Yeba. Like these people that like want to collab with her um, are people that are really, really good musicians that can actually sing their faces off. Because I think anyone else would be intimidated by her because she's she does ridiculous things with her voice. I'm feeling gorgeous. I'm feeling all the dark that I've seen never happened to me, and I share them away, away, away. She's insane. She's uh, probably one of the most talented but least talked about vocalists around right now. Okay. You said it first. Before we go any further, you used the term confident diva. Um, and that reminds me of our Eleanor girl who uh, long ago one of our friends coined her our confident gal um, because that's just To be clear, this is your big uh, dog for anyone who's like, what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? This is our big 120-pound shepherd of a dog. Um, and our, our friend Liz uh, years ago said that uh, – just called her a confident gal. And now that we – I mean, we call her that every single day. But she's <laughs> – that's like the perfect description of her. She does what she wants. She is just her own – lady and she's our confident gal i love it she's the only lady in the house she's got to be she's got to hold up that rep yeah i thought surely when you said speaking of confident diva you were going to ask me about a gayest moment because if ever there was a transition to one that was it oh perfect <laughs> gay 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 actually yesterday i have been spending so little money um, in general, like a lot of people, that I have felt a little freer to buy myself some clothes because I mm, desperately mm -hmm. need new clothes. I never shop for myself. And specifically, I need new underwear. So I found myself some cute shit. And I even got a couple pairs of like, um, I've never tried them before. They're they're called bikini briefs, which like I don't yeah. know what sounds gayer than that. It's <laughs> where it's just like <laughs> full back cover 
button full back that goes all the way up to my shoulders. <laughs> full back cover. It's not a bikini brief. It's a one-piece bathing suit. It uh, is a, like full butt cover and then just like a couple inches of just the, the waistband before the front yeah. coverage starts. I think everyone knows what a bikini brief is. Oh, it's a very common cut of underwear. It? I didn't. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I've been living under uh, a rock, obviously. Uh, <laughs> very common for a, a gay man who loves to have some skimpy under things. Under things. <laughs> Where did you order your cute underwear from? Where Did you find a cute underwear store or just... No, you know my brand. Cheap. Cheapundies.com. <laughs> oh, cheapundies.com? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever been to cheapundies.com. Good stuff on there? Um, it looks like it, and it's all like very reasonably priced. We'll see when they come if they are uh, if they hold up, but they look great. They're exciting for now. I guess just embracing my, my bikini briefs is the gayest I got this week. That's pretty gay. I don't know any straight men that would like a bikini brief. Um, the, the skimpier, the gayer, I'd say. I, I will keep it underwear-themed. Um, I just this week in my own house transitioned away from an athletic boxer brief and into a classic Calvin Klein brief, just the classic white or black. I don't care. Or gray doesn't matter the color color agnostic Calvin Klein brief. (laughs) Although a, a a white Calvin Klein brief is uh, it's very, I, I always appreciate it on someone else. I don't usually love a brief because it doesn't cover my rather rotund butt. Um, but I just thought um, you were going to say your rather rotund dick. I don't know why. Can you imagine a rotund dick? (laughs) What an awful descriptor for a penis. (laughs) It's round. (laughs) God, that is a rotund dick. (laughs) Somebody called me rotund when I was little. That's how I learned the word. They referred to me as rotund. I was like, that's not. (laughs) That's so hurtful, but it's so true. That picture you post on our Instagram story. You were just so roly poly cutie little guy. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, my ass is now covered by a a Calvin Klein brief. And I think that uh, it makes me feel just a little bit sexier. You know, I don't love I was feeling like the boxer brief. um, They were like creeping down my thighs in a way that like sometimes I would be wearing short shorts. I'm like, I can see my underwear coming out the bottom of this. It's too much underwear. Yeah, Not cute. Not gay. Thank you for upgrading to the gay world. Also, can I say that there was a iconic gay moment made this week by uh, one of, well, I think my ultimate pop diva, Lady Gaga. Her new album, Chromatica, is coming out on the 27th of May, so end of this very month. And she dropped a bunch of limited edition, like, album swag that's for sale. And top of the list, she put it on her Instagram, so a lot of our listeners have probably already seen it, is a fucking bright pink jockstrap <laughs> and a bright pink thong. Order it right now. Get me one. The skimpiest, gayest underwear you can possibly get your hands on, and it's Lady Gaga branded from her official merch store. That's iconic. That is iconic. I mean, she's always been very queer friendly but that is a new kind of reach out to the homos and can you imagine all the fucking delicious pictures we're going to get of beautiful asses framed in bright pink gaga jocks so excited can you imagine all the bulges that are going to be sniffable oh my god so (laughs) many beautifully just like tight pink clad bulges episode title um Oh my god, you don't ever get more effervescent language from me than when I'm talking about a nice bulge. <laughs> it really does make your eyes light up. Oh, delicious. By the way, the your mention of a man's ass just reminded me of something, as though it's a fresh thing that we never talk about. <laughs> what a new topic of conversation for us. Well, I just wanted to throw this out there, and you can you feel free to cancel me at any time. I was watching Sex and the City, it was just a daytime, like, quick, whatever. And it's the episode when Miranda's talking about dirty talk with her partner, and she's talks about sticking a finger in his ass and he gets like <laughs> very turned off by that. And it just made me think about the whole notion of straight men with fingers in their butts. The whole notion. And the whole <laughs> notion. Episode title. <laughs> the whole notion. <laughs> the whole notion of straight <laughs> straight men getting fingers in their butt. Because it is like mm, a very it's complicated. It it's is complicated. for a few reasons and let me paint them out for you. Mm-mm. Finger just, paint. <laughs> I don't want to be able to finger paint afterward. That means you did it wrong. But on that train of thought, you obviously, I think people are more comfortable having a finger in their butt if it is like, if you know your butt is like ready to go. Squeaky clean. Yes. Because like you're going to then use your hand for a lot of the sex that comes afterward. You don't want to have a finger that you aren't unconfident about, you know, because it has recently been in the butt. God, I... 
uh, it really, really squicks me out to talk about a, like a stinky finger. <laughs> or also, it also squicks me out to think about uh, like the uncharted territory of the average straight man's butthole. So well, yeah, but, it's a it's a complicated situation. Yeah, that's where I'm at here because like, so if women are just trying to like gently, you know, convince a man to do it in the moment, it's not going to work because there's no way. There is no way his butt is ready to go. But also, he's not going to... Who the fuck wants to prep their asshole and douche for just a fucking finger? You know what I mean? It's kind of a tricky barrier to entry. Because, like... <laughs> so to speak. They might <laughs> they might enjoy it, but it's hard to even get there. Because, like, the work and prep involved is just not really worth it. For a gay man, they I, know they have the reward of, like, maybe getting to enjoy anal sex at some point. But, like, finger is, like... I get what you're saying. I will say that, like, you could know whether or not your butt could accept a finger. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without being so fucking gross. But, like, I would know there are some moments where without going, like, down the full prepping, douching rabbit hole, I could get a, like, I I could accept a finger. I don't know that I could accept a full fucking dick and a pounding. um, But (laughs) Nobody's asking straighties to accept a pounding. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying is, like, a straight guy, like, if he knows that, like, his hygiene is good, he could in good conscience, let someone stick a finger up there. I don't think that, oh God, I always do worry about like women's nails though. Like that can't feel good. Most women don't have like really short nails. Um, My recommendation is to buy a little tiny silicone like thing that is smaller than a finger. They have so many options out there and that solves all these problems. I think what you're asking is how do straight guys get into butt play? Because there are a lot of straight guys that like a finger up there that like a little bit of of anal play because you can get incredible sensation from like prostate stimulation. But like, how do you get there? Because it seems like a, it seems like quite a hurdle to get over. It's like, I I think that most guys like maybe have a, an exploratory sex committee. (laughs) (laughs) I'm launching an exploratory (laughs) committee for straight butt play. Please donate today. Before we get too far away from it, I wanted to say, I didn't want to interrupt you, but The Uncharted Territory of a Straight Guy's Butthole is another <laughs> excellent episode title. <laughs> Very tentry. Or The Whole Prospect. Or Uncharted Territory. Oh, God. So funny to me. Yeah. Uh, if there are any straight guys listening who have before uh, dabbled in butt play or straight women who have pleasured their man that way, tell us how you approach that subject. Because as a gay dude, it's pretty obvious that butt stuff is on the table uh for straight guys it i think it takes a pretty a pretty sexually open-minded straight dude to be willing to let someone start playing with their (laughs) b-hole i agree i think the reward is not as obvious as it is for a gay man like we we know where we can go a straight man's like what's what's the point like why why even bother but yeah there obviously is some reward to be had yeah what's the point i mean I'll, I'll tell you what the point is. <laughs> I know, but we are gay. Earth shattering <laughs> orgasms. It's true. It's a different thing, man. Straighties, if you haven't, Straighties. I recommend it. And also buy, a, like, there's so many tools online to make it more helpful. Fingers suck. We've said this before. They're, they're nails uh, and knuckles. Yeah. It's just not great. Nails and knuckles and... Bears? <laughs> nails and knuckles on bears. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> All right, read my journal. (laughs) Okay, challenge accepted. So, we're back in the journal. It's November 26th, 2014. Mike, catch us up. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm singing on a cruise ship, and I think I just cried from a dance class or wanted to. Who knows? Not important. (laughs) Okay. So, November 26th. um, Seasons. Sea day. Oh, two tech runs because Paolo can't do lights. Just going to use his name. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> that was it. I have been. Okay. So the last couple episodes I've bitched about the fact that our, our shows have really awful light and sound and that the person running them is a fucking mess. His name was Paolo. Yep. I want the world to know. <laughs> the world knows, baby. Paolo is the one who used to leave his job in the middle of our shows. He's got one fucking job and he would leave it to go smoke. Oh, Paolo. He makes me angry just hearing his name. But that's okay, fine. Well. Moving on. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Shows were great, but after got pissed when the stage manager blamed me for blocking issues because of bad lights. So the, the lights are just wrong. So different, like the wrong beam of light will hit the wrong part of the stage. And I can't like go. Chasing spotlights around the stage. Yeah, right. I can't go. I can't go run to where the light accidentally showed up. Like do yeah. it the right way, the way we've rehearsed. Uh, Am I being a diva? That, is that too much? No, you're, you're not being a diva at all. That is such a fucking nightmare. 
Um, the next day was Thanksgiving. And I know that because the first word says Thanksgiving! Oh, exclamation think, point. Was I in Puerto Rico? No, that was last year. Two years ago. Oof. The years, man. They just fly by. The years, they fly by, but the moments, they're fleeting. <gasps> the years, they fly by, but the moments, they're creeping. Oh, creeping. Creeping. creeping ah, creeping. Jay Brannon. One of, one of my favorite lyrics of all time. Yeah. We've stanned him before, correct? Yeah, we absolutely have. And I'll do it again, damn it. Jay Brennan, y'all, if you're looking for gay indie folk singer, songwriter, guitarist, he's it. Check it out. Download Goddamned, one of my favorite albums probably of all time. Um. Okay, so on November 27th, I already said it isn't Thanksgiving. Do you want to guess again where you were? Because um, I can tell you. Mexico. <gasps> yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it on my third attempt. Um, <laughs> Nailed it eventually. <laughs> got there. Um <laughs> Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that also a grocery uh, store in California? Just Vallarta, actually. Mm, got it. Yeah. Um, Puerto Vallarta, it's the only, I almost said that's the only place I've ever been in Mexico. That's a lie. I went to Cancun literally this year. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. I'm in that. Cancun now. <laughs> I went to Cancun last week. I'm still here. <laughs> um, so Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, which is a pretty gay place. Is it? I did not experience that. Not the... Um, Port towns where the ships dock are often not like the main hub, you know, it's just wherever yeah, the ship can fit. That's super fair. Uh, yeah, Puerto Vallarta is a huge gay, uh, like vacation destination, but it's also like a very like all inclusive resort kind of town where a lot of families go and just never leave their resort. You know what I mean? Oh, that's kind of Fire Islandy. Very, very gay, but also very family. Yeah, except, yeah, Fire Island is like two towns. One is a gay town, one is a family town, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Pines and Cherry Grove, I think, if I remember that correctly. Mm-hmm. Puerto Vallarta is just like, you can go and rent a house and go out in town and do the gay thing, or you can go and go to these like huge, you know, like 10,000 room resorts where you never see any bit of the culture and be like a Midwestern family, which is what I did when we were like 13. <laughs> My family went to Puerto Vallarta and later I, later in life, I learned that it was a gay destination. I was like that I would never have guessed because what I saw was a bunch of like Midwesterners drinking watered down drinks and parasailing. But you could tell they were watered down drinks as a 13 year old. Yes. <laughs> But even if you, like, hadn't been in the resort, I feel like you wouldn't have known it was gay. Because that just, like, makes me think of, like, not recognizing gayness as a child anyway. I remember one time in, like, fourth or fifth grade, my friend's mom was, like, speaking to her friend. She was like, oh, yeah, their their math teacher is definitely gay. And I was like, no way. How could... That's crazy. I almost spit out my coffee. <laughs> like, you would have an opinion about an adult gay man. But I do remember thinking, like, no, he couldn't be... Like, gay is a... That's an insane thing to be. There's no way he's gay. Not someone I know. That's hilarious that you said that, because I had a principal at one of my elementary schools who was so gay. It, oh, really? I wouldn't call her butch, but she was just very... Masculine? Like, sturdy. She was, like, very, like, practical suits and pumps kind of lady. Like, wasn't wasn't hiding her lesbianness. No, really square haircut and just, you know. But she was, like, a a, a school administrator. Uh-huh. And my mom, I heard her one time make a, make a comment about her being gay. And I was just like, you must be fucking kidding me. That, that sounds, that's the craziest thing you've ever said. This is my principle, you know? Right. No one I know is gay. I had no idea what a gay woman would look like. Now, you know, you'd see her stomping down the street. Be like, those pumps make you a lesbian lady. <gasps> okay. Also speaking of that last thing, stomping on the street, pumps make you look a lesbian. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Thank you for that very quick recap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week I was talking about um, recognizing gayness on MTV a gay person, and we got a comment about um, the show Fun Home and the song specifically Ring of Keys, and it's about a little girl recognizing a woman in like a butch outfit with huge combat boots and a ring of keys, and I just wanted to say that I'm remiss that I did not even bring that up when we were talking about it, and I want to thank uh, Kurt Reeds on Instagram for mentioning that because it's it was the perfect analogy for what I was feeling. Yeah, you're right. It's like I I recognize that gayness in a grown up for the first time. You're like, oh my god. Your short hair and your dungarees and your lace up boots. Something about her is the same, like kind of intangible thing about me that I'm trying to figure out. It's probably conceited to say, but I think we're like in a certain way. Go watch Fun Home. Go watch Ring of Keys. Yeah, I wouldn't normally suggest watching children perform. (laughs) 
but I suppose I can make an exception. Isn't there a service uh, where you can watch recordings of like Broadway shows right now? Yeah, it's uh, BroadwayHD.com. Apparently, you can stream your favorite Broadway hits anytime, anywhere for just eight ninety nine USD a month. Oh, look who is so good at Google all of a sudden. Um, I'm good at Michaela. I just went over and asked her. I knew she'd know. <laughs> I'm good at Michaela. Um, they also just made the announcement that the original Hamilton that they, uh, with the original cast that they uh, they recorded years and years ago, is finally going up on Disney Plus uh, in June, I think. Uh, July, I think. For, oh, or, yeah, July third, yes, right before right yes. before Independence Day. But also, not finally. This is a, they're doing it a year early because they want to give a gift to humanity but they were supposed to do a big oh. theatrical release next year oh right that you're, you're completely right about that i forgot it was going to go to theaters i say finally because i happen to know that it was being shopped around to different like streaming services and and uh you know different product or different distribution channels like years ago so i'm glad that it's oh, okay. finally so to you it's been in the back of your mind for a while yeah 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 um, i'm super glad that um it's going to be out though i guess we have plans for the fourth of july this year oh my god fun yeah so fun all right, so should we get back to the journal after that fucking hectic few minutes? Please. Okay, uh, we never finish Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> um, Thanksgiving, you're in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, remember? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with Thanksgiving, but you said, Paolo can't do lights, so we missed... <laughs> So we missed training trying to fix them. Paolo, 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 Paolo. Uh, um, <laughs> I can't express to you my fury as much as I try. Um, we, I had so many hours of my life gone because this man just couldn't press buttons. It was infuriating. Infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that accent? It's more like more like speaking underwater. <laughs> Literally no idea why. Um, you almost cried not because of the lights, but because you missed your family. Oh. Um, on Thanksgiving, I get that. Got great authentic Mexican food. Oh, it's that time of the episode. <laughs> I'm going to start salivating every time you mention food. I know. I'm fucking starving. Um, got great authentic Mexican food. Two great ab fabs. Um, Using the word great a lot. Um, one of the male ballroom dancers did your hair, apparently. Oh, he's straight too. So that's funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um, you pulled Secret Santa and had Thanksgiving after show f- food. Got to talk to the family. What a big day. Yeah, a lot going on. I remember FaceTiming my family in a little like hole-in-the-wall Mexican place. It was like a tiny dive, and it was so delicious. was not Thanksgiving food, but I do feel like it's better to just run in the opposite direction if you can't really do it. I would rather just embrace where I am than try and have a, a fake yeah. situation. Yeah, just go have a, a fucking feast. We did that for the first time this year um, for Thanksgiving. Normally, we, you know, when we go to Vegas, we go and we um, we go to a, a steakhouse that does like a big Thanksgiving dinner with like turkey and all the fixings. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, they were closed for renovations. And so we just decided, fuck it, we're going to go to our favorite restaurant in Vegas. Um, and we just had that food. And it was divine it was like perfect and it like that's what i mean thanksgiving i say that's what thanksgiving is about is the food really uh normally it would be about traditional food but it was just a great meal and it was it still felt like thanksgiving it was perfect absolutely it's i I think a little flexibility will add a lot of joy to any situation yeah (laughs) yeah well (laughs) we have indeed (laughs) talked about the merits of a stretchy flexible dancer remember Argentina and his full fucking split getting yeah getting further split <laughs> yeah uh-huh when you're splitting that peach I do remember that oh it's like a very specific uh image that you painted I can bring it to mind at this very moment this stretching and you know um you know that way dancers do with the crazy turnout so you're like legs are straight out and your hips are kind of flat and your ass cheeks are just like spread often referred to as a split yeah that's it (laughs) it's kind of porny just like having sex with a very limber dancer who's in a split i'm thinking about his butt not you entering it by the way thank you for that is it clear that i'm a butt guy i talk about butts crystal clear (laughs) what am i a a dick breath i don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) honestly i wish ask me what you are again (laughs) i'll think think more things my breath hasn't smelled like dick in a good long time oh If I could suck my own, that'd be a different story. I would never get you on recording. We've talked about this before. You would get me on recording, but it would be much less pleasant for you. (laughs) November 28th. Cabo, but I couldn't get off. Doing Christmas show work. Oh my God. Okay. You've said these exact words before. Cut and paste Carol of the Bells. How much cutting and pasting are you doing? I told you to skip the Christmas show prep and all the light complaining for this very reason it is gonna happen i'm never gonna have content (laughs) i know Uh. i'm so sorry that i was my little one-track mind there although i wouldn't say one-track mind is generally how you'd 
describe me. I'm like a 47 track mind. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty hectic up in there. On November 29th, uh, it's a C day. You took um, a dance class. You didn't cry apparently. Uh, you went to the gym with B2, and then um, farewell show and art auction. Oh, farewell show is that like a goodbye? This has been a great cruise, see and never kind of show. Yeah, it was like okay. the only trouble you had to face was to do all there was to do. It's a really good song. <laughs> Yikes. The only trouble you had to face was to do all you had to do. Tell me that's a real lyric. It might have been the only challenge you had to face. <laughs> Whoa. Also, bold. You don't know what challenges people had on their vacation. They may have fought with their family the whole time. Uh, okay. Back to the journal. N- November 30th. Hey, you're back stateside. San Diego! Exclamation point. Oh, I'm lovely. not used to you porting, porting out of... Uh, america that's a little bizarre to me san diego's weird because like now i know san diego is a very specific thing but then it was just like another random city like any other which is weird i had no concept of the san diego i now know yeah you didn't know that you were going to be moving there well you wrote beautiful city wish we had more time i do young michael you'll have plenty more time there oh the wishes of the young oh you had a brugger's bagel with (gasps) cream cheese oh i fucking love Uh, brugger's i brugger's i thought brugger's was an upstate thing but it must be national if it's in um uh, california you don't remember this apparently but we had this conversation because i said oh. uh i said i had i thought it was a des moines thing i had a brugger's bagel at um in des moines and you were like that's not a des moines thing you got real mad that i thought it was <laughs> iowan um, i'm very particular about my bagels yeah you give me more of a hard time about bagels i've eaten than anything else honestly it's very new york of you i don't think that's fully true but i'll let you have it. that is true you more than anything else if someone said name a time when michael came at you the hardest i would say when i was in fucking new york without him trying to get a bagel with non-dairy cream cheese and then i told you where i did go and you like disparaged my choice so hard even though i went where sam told me to go and it was bomb as fuck i don't know that i disparaged your choice i i i probably was offended that you didn't uh take your non-dairy former new york living friend's advice on a bagel place with non-dairy cream cheese um i'm glad you went somewhere good but you took a risk by uh choosing to ignore my recommendations (laughs) <laughs> I completely beg to differ. You beggle to differ. I, I I completely beggle to differ. Anyway, we don't have to reopen this argument. Thanks, Sam, for the excellent bagel recommendation. I'll go back there next time I'm in Manhattan. How does that feel? For everyone else, I would say Brooklyn Bagels, H&H is really good as well. <laughs> Mike's Bagels in Washington Heights is great. Um, I'm yeah, having good... true PTSD. We have to stop. <laughs> um, so Brugger's is great. It's a really good chain. It's always a good bagel sandwich. They are the world's tiniest bagels, but they're fucking delicious. They're really little. Yeah. Yeah. I almost could use, could have two, you know? Um, okay. So you had Brugger's bagel with cream cheese. It was such a lovely Sunday treat. Like when I was little. That's pretty adorable. Yeah. It used to be like every Sunday or most Sundays. I, by the time I was up, everybody was already at the table. Like somebody was reading a paper and my dad had usually run out and gotten Brugger's. It was very sweet. Uh Ours was donuts. If uh, there was a like a Saturday morning, my dad would get up really early and he would go get his favorite donuts from this bakery in Indy called Long's Bakery. There are these melt in your mouth donuts, so amazing. And uh, we would wake up and there'd just be he'd be drinking his coffee and there'd be an open box of donuts on the counter. It was the best. Those little things stick with you. They sure do. Um, okay, on December first, you spent the whole day working and stressing about Christmas. This is going to be a long month. Uh, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> You watched My Cousin Vinny with a bunch of people that I won't name. Oh, I hadn't seen it. Marissa Tomei. What a fucking treat. I've never seen My Cousin Vinny. (gasps) Okay, to be fair, that was the first time I saw it when you just read it right there. So it's not that big a deal. But like, you should see it. Marissa Tomei, that's her like, she won an Oscar, I think, for a comedy, which is pretty fucking impressive. Really? Yep. She won Best Supporting Actress in 1992 for My Cousin Vinny. I always thought it was kind of a stupid comedy, like a Weekend at Bernie situation. It's not. Um, It is kind of a stupid comedy, but it's a really, okay. really funny, stupid comedy. I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't think I could pick Marissa Tomei out of a lineup. I don't really know what she looks like. What else is she in? That is the straightest thing you've said all week. Why? Because Marissa Tomei is a gay icon. Is she? She is. Uh, okay, I have to Google Marissa Tomei. Oh, her um okay well if you if you say so i'm sorry that she's not like top of my list uh, as far as knowledge is concerned but you know i'll what? watch my cousin's Vinny. she's not top of my list either she i just enjoyed that movie and like that movie alone is is enough for me but i do think she is in the gay canon and we ought to we ought to know her okay fair enough that <laughs> so i was talking about i was talking with my friend mario the other day about mira sorvino because she's in 
Hollywood, which you and she I is? are both watching. I haven't gotten to it yet. Yes, Mira Sorvino is in it, um, and she's fabulous, and I love her so, so, so much. Um, but I was talking to my friend Mario about it the other day, and uh, he was telling me that he always gets Mira Sorvino and Mina Suvari confused bless you and my then, god <laughs> I, so i was like i would too except for the fact that mina suvari is not like someone that i could again pick out of a crowd i have no idea who that is from uh american beauty and american pie um she's the blonde from american beauty oh yes yep yep yep, yep. real quick while we're back on hollywood um so i'm not that far in yet but one of the actors the guy who's like the second in command um at a studios Joe Montello, who's like a Broadway legend, uh, Normal Heart, Angels in America, directed Wicked. Um, I had no idea he directed Wicked. That is crazy. Yeah. he. So I met him. Um, this was at a party many moons ago. One of the actors on my show was like, this is my boyfriend, Joe. And I was like, hey, Joe. And we like, I'm just being my old stupid fucking self. And after I'm done making a fool of myself, my friend was like, you know who the fuck that was? And I was like, yeah. He said his name was Joe. And I did not realize... <laughs> That's, like, what did I say to him? <laughs> That's so much better that you didn't know, though, because then you can just be your regular self, who is charming and delightful, as opposed to a weirdo who's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Charming and delightful. That's me. So I was looking at my hole the other day. <laughs> Back to your journal. On December 2nd, you are in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Beautiful port, all caps. Oh, wow. You Oh, you snapped when the stage manager yelled at you in rehearsal. Sound. Okay, this man needs to stop yelling at me then, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Sound and tech are a mess, but shows were fine. Um, okay, so you, you're in Cabo. You got five different tacos and walked around. It's a lot of tacos, my friend. I was just going to say not enough tacos. <laughs> you said, I want to do Lover's Beach next time. Um, it's a little that... uh, island that has nothing on it. It's just like a tiny... Um, oh, now I remember Cabo. Yeah, it took me Lover's Beach to remember. It's got, um, you have to take like a little boat out there, but there's nothing on it. It's just to go lay out on the beach. Awesome. Um, I would do that. That sounds great. Just pack a little cooler with some food and go lay on the beach where there's no buildings or anything. Sounds yeah. perfect. Spoiler, I never went. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You want to go? Sure. Lover's Beach. See if it's okay with Peter. <laughs> <laughs> going to Lover's Beach with Mike. Yeah, he'd be like, have fun. <laughs> um, December 3rd, um, pool training. Huh? Oh, yeah. Um, one of the trainings in the ship, you have to, there's a guest pool. They throw a life raft in the pool upside down and you have to go in the pool in front of all the guests and like with a lot of weird people that you signed on with and flip it over from inside the water in case you had to do that Titanic style um, in an emergency. And I got to tell you, it's pretty fucking heinous. Yikes. No, thank you. <laughs> so a lot of people watching and you got to touch a lot of bodies you don't want to touch. Oh, Nope. I don't like strangers in water. That's my biggest problem with a water park. The fact that it's like chlorinated human soup aside, it's the sweaty half-clothed strangers that are dripping wet and standing in line next to each other. Like it is very intimate. It's like, yeah. I don't need like these. It, it's like a theme park with no clothes and everyone's fucking soaking wet. It's very upsetting. Oh yeah. Super gross. Cesspool. Cesspool. Um, okay. Pool training. Only slept three hours and was exhausted. No shit um walmart christmas shopping classy um i meant the christmas show we had to buy some like costumes and shit oh gotcha okay so you weren't shopping for your secret santa at the walmart Mm-mm. you're having fomo for missing resort with the twos um oh you like you got off to go to a walmart and they went to a nice resort yeah i was so annoyed because dc and i were like pretty much in charge of this fucking christmas show so i had to go to walmart on my fucking port day um and other people went to fun things <laughs> And I was just out of FOMO. I'm the king of FOMO. Yeah, that's really annoying, though. Like, were you getting paid enough extra for that? Yeah. Okay. Then you signed up for it. I don't feel bad. Yeah, I was just bitching. Well, it says, same Mexican place as last Puerto Vallarta, also Chili's. Okay, so you did pool training and touched a bunch of bodies you didn't want to touch. And then you went to Walmart and Chili's in Mexico in the same day. I'm a trash bag, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't great, boo. No, that's Um, embarrassing. But, I mean, we've seen me do worse, haven't we? Oh, yeah, we definitely have. Um, on December 4th, real Bravo at sea. Oh, um, a Bravo is a fire. Um, <gasps> oh, oh my God. Sorry. Tina Fey talks about this in her book. Please continue. 
Oh, second Tina Fey book mention in uh, as many weeks. Well, because she has a big section of her book talking about her honeymoon cruise that she hated. And uh, I've listened to that book like literally five times. Um, I should do that. I've, it's been recommended to me many times. I read Amy Poehler's book, which honestly I was a little lukewarm about. But I think Tina's is better. Tina Fey's is absolutely better. It's so funny. And her the audiobook, it's like five hours long. And I have been in the car many times without any real content to listen to. I'm like, ah, I'll just throw bossy pants on again. It's so fun. I should definitely put that on my list. Um... So yeah, they use Greek alphabet, I think, for the codes for <laughs> misadventures at sea. And I'm pretty sure a Bravo is a, a fire, yeah. And it never mattered uh, what ship you're on, because the announcement always sounds exactly the same. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Deck nine, staircase 42. <laughs> bravo, bravo, bravo. Deck nine, staircase 42. Bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> Deck nine, staircase 42. Um, she describes in her book that there was three Bravos when they were in a theater one time. And, uh, she said, a castmate on 30 rock that used to be a dancer on cruise ships told her that one Bravo was bad. Two Bravos was really bad. And three Bravos was like the worst. (laughs) Um, and she, her, and they got three Bravos and they all had to go out and like man their lifeboat stations on this boat. And then they all had to be flown home because there was a fire in the (gasps) engine room on the ship. Wow. Flown home. Yeah. Did they port first? I think they had to send another boat out to pull them into port because the wow. fire in the engine room like wrecked their ship. So every time there's a alarm called, it'll be called three times. So there's no such thing as one Bravo, two Bravo. It's always going to be three Bravos. Um, okay. And just this so you was know, also years and years ago. Things may have changed. Um, it's always a Eastern European man for some reason, no matter what ship you're on. <laughs> he, it's going to be someone who's accent is just hard enough that maybe you're not going to get the message correct in an emergency (laughs) (laughs) all right well as long as that's clear as mud and i just want this to be known Uh that an oscar is when someone is thrown overboard so anytime i was having a real rough day i was i just said i was going to oscar myself (laughs) (laughs) oscar is not uh that's not a greek letter (laughs) that would be omega uh whoops okay well there's alpha Bravo. Oh, yeah, but Bravo is not a, a Greek letter either. That's like the um, A as an alpha, B as in Bravo. Bitch, like I the... can barely handle English. You think I know my Greek? <laughs> the B Greek letter would be beta. beta so yeah. these are the... Um, That's true, because one of F is foxtrot. It's all just random. It's like the, the naval or like military code for spelling things. Right. You're right. You're right. Not Greek. Retracting in real time. <laughs> that just made me think of a turtle head going back in. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch McConnell? Where are you? Where are you at? <laughs> um okay so real bravo at sea christmas rehearsal stressing me out um <laughs> lost my phone for three hours parentheses in drawer <laughs> <laughs> love that that made the journal <laughs> i will do something weird like set my phone on top of the fridge thinking like this is a place i won't forget and then i will absolutely forget because it's on top of a fridge you know what i mean i do that most when i'm like caffeinated in the morning i think it's because caffeine like if you have enough of it it's pretty much like cocaine and it just makes you buzzy and stuff and like i'll just put my phone up high like on top of the fridge and then i'm then i'm darting around the house looking for it like where in the world i would never put my phone on top of the fridge it's those weird moments where it's like oh my phone's lost forever and i've not left the house (laughs) it's always very dramatic too it's always gone forever (sighs) Uh uh-huh all right we're almost to the end of the first week of december let's just get through the seventh and then we'll be done for the day just get through can you pretend to at least have a little joy here okay uh and and then we'll have to end because we've reached our max time unfortunately Mm -hmm. i believe you very genuine (laughs) honestly god bless you you have been reading my journal two years of my journal that is a special man who can handle that thank you you're fucking welcome (laughs) um I, I do really enjoy it, actually. This is fun. It's fun to read about travel when I'm trapped in this house <laughs> on December 5th. Crew drill is so boring. Sure is. Then often Guatemala. Guatemala. My Guatemalaness. My natural heat. Thank you, Hank. You're welcome. Uh, you went to Nautilus, quote, resort. Why is that in quotes? I bet it wasn't a good resort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Black Sand Beach, laid by the pool with uh, Tallahassee and the woman from the Vegas couple. Um, You worked on Christmas and then arranged what Christmas means. What Christmas means to me. Christmas means to me, my Uh, love. Should I listen to Pentatonix Christmas? (laughs) I think it's May. (laughs) December 6th, Invitation to Dance, two good shows. Um, 
This is great. My last contract, I was like, shitty show, bad show, awful show. These yeah, are all like good. Yeah, except for the tech. Um, Average lead singer finally fixed my notes for her, exclamation <gasps> point. Oh, yay. Yes. I Like, sometimes she needed a note like 17 times, but I think she got it eventually. Lovely. Mm-hmm. It's very satisfying. Then did you like just shower her in praise to make sure that cemented in place? Oh, I'm sure I threw a small parade. <laughs> um... You went to the gym and watched Love Actually. Oh, I, that makes sense because we are in December. So, um, And then December 7th, the last day, skipped a sea day on December 4th. All dates passed that until now are one day ahead. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I gave Cam a little built-in puzzle. <laughs> So I missed a day in the journal, and so I had to re redate all the days. Like skipped it and went back. So when this happens, Cam has a fucking Rubik's cube ahead of him. I, well, I'm gonna deal with that next week. Absolutely not. I don't know what date that was either <laughs> December seventh or December eighth. It doesn't matter. You skipped a C day. Something happened, and you fucked it up. Hmm. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? I'm gonna deal with that next week because I don't have the strength. Strength sounded so southern. I don't have the strength. Uh, all right, Mike. Well, if anyone wants more of this fucking mess, where can they find us? Isn't that nice? Uh, you can find us at my website. <laughs> at my website, michaelwessels.com. Do not go there. That is a fucking trash heap. You can find us at our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com. You can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com or find us on social media at MBFJ Podcast. Well done. And do we have any listener mail that we wanted to uh, shout out this week? Uh, yeah, we've got one. Special one I would love to read. Um, It's from a gentleman named Charles, and he said, Started listening after the New York Times featured you. Great podcast. Okay, great's a strong word, but... (laughs) (laughs) Is this hate mail? No, I think he he meant this as a compliment. Uh, You know what? We need to stay humble, because after that New York Times feature, man, I, I need my head deflated just a little bit. So he goes on to say, Okay, great's a strong word. 538 is a great podcast. You guys, though, are really, really good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, question mark. Damn, savage, Charles. It is absolutely savage. Now, I think he meant well. He said, seriously, I'm enjoying the podcast quite a bit, and I'm trying to get caught up. Um, thanks for reaching out. Yeah, uh, I got to say to you, Charles, though, thank you for the email. <laughs> I think that really good still warrants five stars. Uh, and you can do that on iTunes, right where you subscribe. Thank you so much in advance. <laughs> yes, and the same is true for everyone. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Well, if you have backhanded compliments to give us, uh, <laughs> yeah, shoot, shoot us an email. We're here for them. <laughs> That's true. We love to hear from you, whatever you have to say. Um, and don't forget, straight dudes, we want to hear about your butt play. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm terrified that I'm going to hear from my brother-in-law. Oh, my God, yes, um, please. <laughs> here for my sisters-in-law all right i think that about does it for this week so until next time mike always remember straight guys have prostates too yeah get a finger up there or a toy or something i still don't love a finger but yeah start playing with it it (laughs) (laughs) we are gonna sound check Mike's being a dipshit. A dipshit, I say. He's being a tiny little dipshit over there. I'm going to leave this so you can listen to it later, bitch.